3: Hello the internet and welcome to this episode of The Trend Too Damn High. Yeah. Um that is Remember courtesy that of Miles Gray and that guy who ran for mayor. And everyone was like, Pah. the, the rent's too damn high guy. He's what a yeah. what a laugh riot. Turns out Jimmy McMillan. He was right. <laughs> How
1: long was he when was he saying that shit?
3: <laughs> like 2010. And- <laughs> I feel like it was right around there. Early, early uh, Obama administration. I'm Jack. That is Miles. Uh, These are some of the stories that are trending on this Wednesday afternoon. This last afternoon of August. Um, And... Been a good run. What what an August. Uh, Eight Cities is trending. There's a CNBC article. Eight cities where at least half of millennials can't afford to rent a one-bedroom. The
4: thing that it's showing, really, is that what they call like this sort of corridor from San Diego up to LA is probably one of the worst places to live. Right. Cause there's like such a concentration of basically what they're saying is these eight cities where at least half of millennials can't afford to rent a one bedroom. One, two, like three, four, there's like just a, <laughs> this part yeah, of the, the the their analysis. The- they're like the West coast, Southern California is pretty, pretty stark in terms of like what the, what is needed and what is actually you know out there in terms of the market?
3: It's interesting because it's it's framed as here are eight cities where at least half of millennials can't afford to rent a one bedroom, and that suggests that these are the eight cities. <laughs> right, like they right, don't right. say these are the eight cities; they say <laughs> no, eight no. cities where at least half. And when you look at the stats, it's not even close. Like annual income needed to rent a one bedroom in Los Angeles is seventy two thousand. And then the median annual income of millennial renters is 37,000, 36,600. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like half of yeah. what, what is needed. Um, and then it goes all the way down to Riverside where it's 47,000 uh, is needed and 31,000 is what they're making. So it's still like a pretty large gap. So it, it seems like this is true in way more cities than the eight that they've selected. I
4: mean, there's already you know plenty of stats saying like what it means to even like what if you're on minimum wage, just start right. there. Don't go like right. what's the median, right? But like what start at the floor, which is medium wage, right? Or minimum wage, and then then do your. I mean, because all that analysis like it's fucked. If you're a solo minimum wage, it's a fucking nightmare out there. Um, And part of me, like, when you look at this, like, this isn't news to anybody who listens to this show or in general who is probably on the other end of, like, getting gouged on rent prices. But to me, it feels like because it's CNBC, it's, like, almost being like, hey, fucking landlords who love our website, just so you know, yeah, your rents have gone up exponentially in the last few years. And y'all are having a fucking ball of it over there. Meanwhile, just so you know, you're running out of people to fucking rent too. Right. I don't know. There's something to that, but I don't I don't really I don't count on CNBC to be like, hey, let's be more humane more than being like, I don't know if you guys are getting it. You know, it's like rent a property and be like, rent will go from eighteen hundred to twenty four hundred to thirty five hundred in three years.
3: And they have to soft pedal it to their C N B C readers and people who are tracking the market. So they're like, uh what do we do? We we just focus on eight and we put most of them in California and big cities that they already hate. So they can be like California mm-hmm. is out of control. They can read it as that.
4: The first line of this article is: "The West Coast may not be the ideal place for millennial renters."
3: Uh huh. Yeah, that's the story here. Is that California is out of control?
4: California is out of control. I mean, uh, the landlords, the landlords definitely out of control. Uh, but mm-hmm. also, where is where is the we well, look at people's incomes, don't be like man, because like it's almost like sort of accepting. It's like. Well, millennials will only make this much money, yeah, and that's the that's the reality. So this isn't a discussion on the other side of should the rent should the incomes <laughs> increase. It's also it's really strange. Similar. The
3: uh, article cites a uh, new analysis by FilterBuy, which I assumed was like some real estate uh, app or something that filters like you know apartments that you're looking for. It's actually a website where you can buy air filters for your home. Like it's just a Yep. filter by and then like you go to the homepage of filter by and it's like order replacement air filters here one inch and then like just a a series of dimensions of air filters so the whole thing is very strange but it's it's interesting to see cnbc find out reality and you know Pretzel it around to being a story about how uh, California and the socialists have lost control of the country. <laughs> and also
4: selling air filters.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, vaccine is trending. Yeah. Uh, and I've never heard that word before. What's, what's going on I know. with vaccine?
4: The owie stick.
3: Oh, owie stick.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Owie okay. sticks. Owie sticks are trending because the FDA authorized a new owie stick, the BA4 slash 5 targeting COVID boosters this fall from moderna and pfizer so Mm. uh yeah a new new ones out there if uh you know you're you're able to get that booster i mean there it is for you
3: i feel uh, like i'm not gonna like this one either if you know (laughs) um Ah, is it gonna i don't know what's it gonna do to my my balls uh and other things well
4: Jack, I told you the thing with your balls has nothing to do with vaccines. (laughs) And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you will be on the road to recovery. But the other reason it's trending is because a while back, we talked about Corbivax, which was like the sort of like royalty free, no patent COVID vaccine that two doctors had come up with. Um, I believe it was from Baylor University. Scratch them bears.
3: Claw them bears. I forget. Sick them. Sick of Bears.
4: (laughs) So they came up with this. They're saying like, hey, we don't give a fuck about money. People need the fucking vaccine. And that was like great. And at the time, it was in trials and people were using it. Now, a few months have passed. And it turns out like a lot of people have began to use it. And it's been effective and safe. So like good news for people who like good news. These two people were like, yeah, here's some shit for people to use that. They're not going to get absolutely just taken apart by the high prices from the pharmaceutical company. So,
3: Yeah, but the marketing team that they have behind the rollout of that vaccine is not nearly as slick as the uh, Moderna-Pfizer BA45 targeting COVID. <laughs> uh, that one, they're delivering in a cool, self-driving Tesla. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is trending because the Lord of the Rings shows reviews uh, hit embargo ended and so now you can see what people are saying about the Lord of the Rings show and you you could go to Rotten Tomatoes and get a percentage of reviews that are arbitrarily rated good bad uh, or you could go to Metacritic where they actually like average the they give the reviews a actual score um, I have no skin in this game other than just purely people Metacritic like is a better <laughs> better service um but anyways uh so on rotten tomatoes uh you will learn that it is in the 80s and on metacritic it's in the low 70s but still pretty good like higher than the latest season of game of thrones the house of dragons so i don't know i may have been off on this one which has never happened before so people are kind of on the edge of their seat was wait what
4: what were you saying that lord of the rings would be shitty
3: just that the, tra- the first trailer that they dropped... first trailer
4: looked shitty. The second trailer looked better.
3: Yeah, the second trailer actually looked pretty good. And then I saw actually a trailer before a movie on the big screen. And it mm-hmm. looked very cool. So it, things are looking up. Because first of all, I'm never wrong about a thing. And I have now been convinced that it might actually be good. Uh, and second <laughs> of all, the reviews came through. And people seem impressed. But yeah. I I would just say my my one takeaway from this story is Rotten Tomatoes, much easier to game. So go to to Metacritic. There it is. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get, but with visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible, no hidden fees, no really save on wireless with unlimited 5g data powered by verizon you don't need more than one line of wireless to save just switch to visible at visible.com save on wireless without the hassle switch to visible today and save at visible.com monthly rate on the visible plan for data management practices and additional terms visit visible.com
2: this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global
3: we're back and alfredo is trending yes um,
4: for the best reason possible dude <laughs> it's funny that you were talking about tomatoes because a big tomato spill happened also when you said rotten tomatoes i thought you were referencing the this like thing that happened in california there were like a ton like the road was un like just you could not navigate it because it's so slick with tomatoes Bunch
3: of stinking rotten tomatoes yeah, but this. I don't one, think I've ever smelled a, a tomato so rotten that it that it was stinky. Um, I don't ooh, think I've ever yeah, encountered I don't, a rotten. I've seen like a tomato with a uh, with like some mold like on a, it, but it wasn't it wasn't like reeking. You know.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, let us know if uh, does it. How what does a rotten tomato smell like? Is it just kind of vinegary and just generally palatable, or is it just straight like straight up? Garbage. Uh, anyway. I, uh,
3: people pelt me with Rotten Tomatoes constantly, so yeah, I would know. Um, I know,
4: especially yeah. after our mad boosties episodes are out. But <laughs> uh look, that's that's Jack and I's crossed a bear. Back to the Alfredo news. Uh apparently on I-55 out in Memphis or in somewhere in Tennessee, close to Memphis, a fucking tractor trailer just spilled just a shitload of Alfredo bosses all okay. over the freeway. Yes. And I'm just looking at this footage. There's just like a slow panning shot of this freeway. The fucking road is just absolutely covered in Alfredo sauce.
3: Call me Dave Matthews because I got so much to say. Okay. Uh first of all, it looks exactly like a plate after you're done with fettuccine alfredo. Like that's Oh, it, like it, the fork it, scrapes? Yeah, it looks exactly <laughs> like you would expect it to if you've ever eaten a plate of fettuccine alfredo.
4: Mm-hmm. But those are broken jars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, the version of yeah. it.
3: And it's in like one of those box like trucks that you see just like a tractor trailer i i assumed that you would always have a liquid in a like liquid tanker you're telling me that this was Wait, so chock full oh, <laughs> you're telling me this was so <laughs> chock full of alfredo
4: jars that like yeah. <laughs> Is a normal transport of like a packaged good. I love though, in your mind, you're like, Alfredo needs to be shipped around in a fucking tanker truck. In an
3: oil tanker.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and you just see somebody put like, put a fix a hose to like another tank and be like, that's all Alfredo in there, man. <laughs> that's, all- <laughs> that's all Alfredo. Pulling up to there.
3: gas stations across the nation.
4: In this version, too, Jack, does the Alfredo tanker truck pull up to like a supermarket and they be like, y'all got your empty jars? Yes. Okay, then let's get to filling.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> um I, d- I didn't see the jars. I thought it just they were just raw dogging a oh, box like- <laughs> container and that's what it was because it don't worry, I guess boss, the, video clip the that bag. you showed was uh at a, at such a distance that I couldn't got see you, the got the, you the got, jars got you. at all.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Many broken jars of alfredo, but I do love I love the idea that like tanker trucks don't always have water or like gasoline in them. Like that yeah. like that one all peanut butter. <laughs> That sounds really
3: hard, (laughs) yeah, man. And then Uh, they just take it, take it. Well, I, I know that Tropicana like they store their orange juice for years at a time in big airtight vats. Um, I'm guessing they don't then transport it to grocery stores in big airtight vats and that they put it in the Tropicana thing, right? But uh, definitely. A uh, part of my mind, a very dumb part of my mind, had been imagining that up until we just talked it out out loud. Mm-hmm. That's what this show's really for, just for me to reveal how dumb my imagination really is. <laughs> that's fun, though. Like, that that feels like it'd be very slippery and very hard to clean up. I can't.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm, that's, that's a fucking mess.
3: That is a, that is a real mess and probably smells like Alfredo for, like, into fall 2024.
4: I oh like. yeah 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 so it'll be like a thing when friends from out of town come by and like you want to go by the alfredo overpass <laughs> and you're like what the fuck is that it's like dude just, we're gonna get high just inhale bring
3: some freshly baked bread um we'll, we'll mop oh
4: up. wow and it, and somehow though in my mind a hot summer day road baked in alfredo somehow my first instinct isn't that's gonna smell like shit i'm like yummy
3: yeah exactly mmm Yama, yes. yama, yama. I mean, that's the heat that Alfredo wants to be at is, mm-hmm. you know, 102 degrees. <laughs>
4: like at a, yeah, like at a Golden Corral serving plate.
3: <laughs> I've never had fettuccine Alfredo anywhere except for um, the kitchen that originated it, Olive Garden. I believe they were <laughs> the inventors of the fettuccine Alfredo. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But that Feta-chime. that was my go to when I was a, a, a wee child was a good, a good fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, you
4: know what's funny? I grew up, never having fettuccine alfredo until like i went with like some like american like you know white american friends of mine who were like they're like going to all of them what the fuck is because i always ate at home i didn't really we didn't really go out to eat like at chain restaurants and shit and he was like oh you got to get alfredo sauce in my mind there was only red there was only red that was what that's what italian food was Mm -hmm. and then i remember ordering it too this is like just eating straight up cream yeah and i'm like yes (laughs)
3: I think it's probably medically inadvisable for anyone over the age of seven to ever eat Alfredo sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Every time that Action Bronson raps about eating fettuccine Alfredo, I worry for him. Have you ever made
4: your own Alfredo sauce? Like, tried to do it?
3: It's like heavy cream cheese and egg yolks,
4: right? When you make it, you're like, I'm going to eat all this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like it much better on a... A sloppy plate coming out of the cpk kitchen
3: i think i somehow found out like what the fat content and cholesterol content was i think maybe there was like a usa today article about that in, Al- in fettuccine alfredo mm-hmm. and uh and that that was all i needed um <laughs> winnie the pooh we we talked about it when they did the first like teaser trailer um or i think it was just like some some uh you know stills from the film yeah. Um, but there so there's a Winnie the Pooh slasher movie um mm-hmm. called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. And uh they they released the trailer. Um and so I had I don't know, it's it's confusing because it the characters just look like Jason Voorhees in a like bad boar mask or in a you know pig mask. Like right, right. that it, it doesn't doesn't look like they've like taken Winnie the Pooh and made him into a slasher character. So I assumed that it was just tongue in cheek, like they they weren't going to actually. But the trailer starts out in the Hundred Acre Wood, uh, and Christopher Robbins uh, has a has a tough Robbins. reunion. He did it again, Christopher. Christopher turned into Robbins. your dad. Yeah, Brett. Well, I, I assumed they were going to get Brad Pitt. This. <laughs> to
4: play christopher robbins <laughs>
3: yeah but it looked better than i was expecting it to look it still looks very bad but um
4: I'm like just no way, in, i just have no i just don't like slasher films in general so like yeah to, don't fuck with my winnie the pooh right you know i was I, I that's i like my little smacked out uh collection of animals in the forest that are all abusing their whatever form of drug they're on
3: yeah like a, a fun Grown up version of Winnie the Pooh would involve them just like having a party and just partying. Oh yeah, hard and like making it experimental. Like this right. is not. But people seem to be really responding to it for the novelty. Um, I'm sure. Yeah,
4: why not? I mean, there you sure. wonder the things you grow up being like, oh Winnie, and then they're you know dismembering people. Then you're like, wow, yeah. the juxtaposition of these things. Art.
3: People have also pointed out that like Disney owns the right. Like even though the original books have lapsed into the public, public domain. domain disney owns like the film rights to these characters so it feels like this movie will never be released and then you know three people will see it and be like it's a classic you have to see oh this. so it
4: can't get released theatrically
3: well i don't know i mean they're planning on releasing it it would seem but like people pointed out like disney could stop them from releasing it and why wouldn't just stop them from releasing it right Um, right right but maybe it's enough that you know Pooh is just a lumberjack and a a boar mask and isn't even wearing his trademark red tee, no pants. like Uh, maybe that's enough for for them to
4: yeah i mean i'd watch a movie about a guy who didn't wear pants and was struggling because like society (laughs) was like dude yeah put some fucking pants on
3: so those are uh those are some of the things that are trending on this wednesday mm-hmm. august 31st last day of august uh we will be back tomorrow with a whole ass episode mm-hmm. of the show yeah. in september until then be kind to each other uh be kind to each others i even did it to each wow, other um things are things are All melting right, jack o'brien upstairs uh i've been jack o'brien uh <laughs> Be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get.